Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast number 31. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, music, comics, and games. Joining me today is... Uh, the Bone King. And Liz Oak. Yeah! Yeah, and this is the masterful dude of doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most. I'm going to pass it right back to George. Oh my gosh. Pass what? <laughs> the topic? The ba- the baked good? No, the your phone. We were, we were reading off a script. Listen, I wasn't trying to break the illusion here, okay? This is, well, this is totally... Well, lose your illusion, like Guns N' Roses said. Well, this is us just being really good showsmen and women and persons. Do you you could have just said show person. Do people say that? Show person? I don't think so, but can we fucking get out well, of we're this starting hole now. you're digging us in? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast, uh, episode 31. Uh, today we're going to be talking about a plethora of topics, um, starting out with our most recent. Uh, Who would like to start us out for today? How about you, Liz? Um, well, when it comes to recent stuff that I've been doing, I've been getting back into doing um, parking swaps, like going to... like little like flea markets and conventions little areas like in mm. front of comic book shops where people just go and sell off all of their like old stuff oh my so God. it's basically just a big garage sale basically all right all right all okay right. any any good loads any good you know pulls <laughs> from it oh my God. loads but i actually meant like in the the you know smuggler way but you know that's fine so smuggle something all this right. past sunday i was able to pick up the japanese copy of godzilla versus hmm. so it only came out to Japan. It came out the year after we got the 2014 Godzilla game. Mm-hmm. The one that we got was terrible. But the one that they got has a versus mode where you get to go against your friends as different characters from the Godzilla universe. Fuck yeah. That that reminds me of the, the Godzilla Xbox game. Right. But right? this is like with like updated graphics and all that stuff. And oh you can only like play online. Now... The used copy on eBay right now is like $110, and I picked it up for $10. Oh my god, that's amazing. Now, the person that sold it to you, do they even know anything about video games, or did you happen to get this by chance? I'd imagine they didn't know anything. I I have no idea. Like, I had just picked up the game, and I was just kind of like, oh, like, how much is this? And he's like, uh, like $15, <laughs> because it came from Japan. Oh, and yeah? Just, like, um, and I would, like, look down, and he's like, but I could do it for 10 And I'm just like, ah, sure. <laughs> you could have been like, I don't know, knock it down an extra five, and maybe I'll consider <laughs> taking this. And I don't know, he probably would have done it, to be honest. He's just like, shit, I haven't sold anything all day. Fucking take it. <laughs> Actually, yeah, um, that that's actually really funny because um, uh, Silent Hill 1, the very first chance I ever got the chance to play like the physical copy of Silent Hill 1, mm-hmm. it was with my friend Julian, and my friend Julian had no idea how expensive it was online, and I'm like, hey, do you mind if I buy this off of you? And he's like, uh, yeah, sure, how much would you pay me for it? I'm like, how much you want? And he's like, well, it's an old game, so I guess a dollar? Oh, sure. The game's like fucking $60, $70 online or whatever, fucking Ooh, black label, whatever the fuck. So it's kind of funny. It's like, if you go through the effort of finding these little nooks and crannies where people are selling games and whatnot, you'll find really good prices. Oh, yeah. Fucking not always online, people. Come on. Get off of Amazon for like a second. <laughs> <laughs> and besides um, doing all of that, mm-hmm. I've been mainly just watching a lot of TV shows. I just finished season one of You. You, the, of me? <laughs> I have a TV show? Uh, Shit. The, and I'm not ne- getting paid for it? <laughs> the Netflix original uh, show you mm. that it's... Ba- 
I look at it as this generation's new Dexter, that he's like this stalker serial killer that we're technically like going through like his life, like stalking like different girls. I mean, well, the thing with Dexter is he had like some sort of moral code. Does this guy um, even have something similar if he's stalking something these girls? like if he deems the other person that's around the girl as toxic, he'll get rid of them, which it's not a justifiable reason to murder anybody. But the people he has killed were pretty shady to his person of affection at the time. Is, so he's like a white knight serial killer? Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I've heard of worse fucking premises for TV shows. So you know what? That sounds awesome. Um, have you been playing any games recently? Um, just been catching up on Smash. <laughs> oh, Smash? Yeah. Any uh, interesting balance changes? Did they mess up Richter at all? I haven't g- gone in there in like a hot minute. Um, I haven't really noticed any major changes, just that we've been getting all the DLC characters now. Oh, awesome. So, you know what, for the podcast, for for our listener, can you tell us who you main in, in I, Super Smash Brothers? Well, I main two characters, like I... I use them both a lot. I use Link and I use Cloud. And oh my so, god! Sometimes Bayo. <laughs> you're, you're Twinkie blonde boys and their <laughs> hot mom. <laughs> hey, look, I, that, that's a great combo. Those are all great characters. Um, I actually used to play Link a long time ago, but he they started switching him up more. So I'm glad you like him a lot more. He hits a lot harder, right? Oh yes, and I'm in love with how they did the bombs now. Mm-hmm. That it's not like an automatic thing you could control when it when it yeah. Question: uh-huh. Is it <clears throat> Toon Link or like Breath of the Wild Link or Young Link? No, I, I think she's talking about regular the, Link, the Breath of the Wild Link, right? Yeah, the Breath of the Wild Links. Kit, uh, Child Link is the one that uses <clears throat> the old Link um, tech mechanics. Yep, and that's why he's my number three. <laughs> <laughs> he's really good. He's like a faster version of Link. Um, but no, I mean, Smash, I'm, I need to get online again, so that way we can play online, and maybe we could spar a few rounds. Well, online has not been nice to be. Nintendo, please let me play online. <laughs> oh, God. You heard it here first, Nintendo. Please, stop stopping everyone from playing Smash. <laughs> stop stopping everyone. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, was there anything else you had played or seen recently? Um, I also started um, the show Grace and Frankie. Super, super cute. Probably hmm. one of the most um, pure shows ever. With the concept is um, that two older women they become better friends because their husbands leave them for each other. That's that's a great premise. I did. <laughs> I mean, out of all the social dynamics with characters, that sounds like I can't believe it hasn't been done before. And it's good so far. Oh, I love it. Um, one of the one of the two ladies is a you know she used to be a model for hair dye like back in the day, and she was like a really big like businesswoman, very very strict and stern. And then the other one is super laid back, a hippie, does drugs. <laughs> well, you know, opposites attract, as the great gospel Paula Abdul says. Yeah, and- she did that song. She did that song. Yeah. All right, cool. I wasn't wrong. Anyway. (laughs) And it's just super cute how they're like trying to like become friends because supposedly like they hated each other, but they only were like tolerate each other because their husbands were business partners. Mm -hmm. And so then over time, that's when they, the husbands left them when they decided to find out, oh, we're actually going to get married. Mm -hmm. So it's like... What? <clears throat> Wait, these are the the ladies, right? Yeah. Because I was gonna say, special twist incoming. The husbands get together at the end, and it's just like oh, you know what? That that is the premise that the husbands. Oh, um, so I was right the first time. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. So I, I already expected that then. I was gonna. I thought I was unique. <laughs> <laughs> and um, other than that, um, I saw the Batman Hush movie for the first time, Ooh. and I, man, it was so good in the beginning, so good, and then the <laughs> twist happened, and I'm like, how can you go so wrong? <laughs> oh, that third act drop. I can imagine that. Oh my god. Ugh. That's weird because my brother loves Hush. Like, loves him to death. And I don't know if this movie changes his It does. It does. Oh, it does. completely changes. Spoiler alert. Com- <clears throat> they kill Thomas Elliot and they made the Riddler um, hush. What? Why? Why could the Riddler know. not just be the Riddler? What was wrong with him? <laughs> no, his persona wasn't cool enough. No one wants to see the Riddler. He's hushed now. Oh, my God. Like, it was just so bad. Mm-hmm. And... It, it takes a lot of liberties because it's supposed to be like part of like this new timeline that happened like that um justice league doom had started mm-hmm. and i don't know they changed the the stuff that they took liberties on it it felt like they took away from this comic book story i don't know that's just my personal opinion no and i mean i i'd imagine when you're trying to write comic books you're trying to do as many different things as possible just to stand out you mm-hmm. know what i mean so I don't know. I don't need that encompasses so many fucking ideas, design wise, story wise. It's just I don't know. I feel like that would be the only excuse, right? Yeah, but other than that, that's it for me. Okay, Adrian, you've been relatively quiet, giving Liz her time to shine. Oh yeah. Okay. <coughs> he, he's a paragon, you see. Yep. He gained ten paragon points earlier today. So we're doing uh recents, yes. You gonna gl- you gonna gloss over my compliment to you? Uh, no, I'm I'm just used to it. Not the compliment, but the look, man. I just do these things. I just you know. He was a gentleman and bought us sandwiches at Subway. Well, thanks to your coupon. You still bought it either way. I just happen to have a. Shit I'm the ton producer of, of the show. <laughs> well, you're also a gentleman. Either way, what have you been playing, my good sir? Uh, so a bit of bad news. I doubt. I. I I mean, comparatively, it's not that bad. You're playing bad news? I don't understand. Uh, <clears throat> my PS4's uh, disk drive oh, God. is worn down, so now it's ejecting disk mid-play and oh. while it's off. I had to do a factory reset, and it's still doing that. Uh. So now all I can really do with this PS4... I mean, it's an OG PS4. It's old. Oh, yeah. Then so, it was kind of destined to happen because mine had something happen like that too. So my concern now is I'm Liz and I are very similar. We believe in physical media. We like physical media. We like to hold what we buy. A thousand percent. Um, As you can see by my cabinet of physical media over there. So my concern right now is getting a PS4 Pro before Resi 3. Hmm. The difference between a Pro and a regular one is like 50 bucks sometimes. What? Where? I don't... Really? Isn't it like an extra 100 bucks or something? Sometimes, yes. Hmm. Sometimes, no. no. Yeah, it depends where you go, but honestly... It depends on where you go. <laughs> I, I I'm you just... Good. I just... What? <laughs> they heard you good. They heard you good. That's not proper grammar. Uh, oh, yeah, because I'm known for proper grammar, let me tell you. But yeah, now that's my big concern because I don't really care for any other PS4 games coming out this year, not FF7R, however they call it. Well, for the moment then, 
um, like you could still play your digital games for now until yeah, years. Yeah, I started Bioshock. Int- Bioshock One. Yeah, they gave us the collection uh, uh, this month. They gave us the uh, one, two, three, and the Sims. Oh, really? Yeah, That's random. Which way? Which Sims? Three, five. Oh, four? four. We're in four already? Yeah, the four is freaking crazy. No, no, no. I gave five's up on three. PC. Oh, really? Yeah, five's been out. Holy hot damn. I gave up after three because it was just kind of like they were reducing features after a while. And I was like, what the fuck? Good old EA. <clears throat> so what I've been playing was that. I was also uh, playing Dragon Ball. I just got a new deck. And because a new set drop, I was doing that. And I'm trying to practice again fighters because my homegirl Kefla is out. But I can't play fighters on the floor because a disc comes out. So I guess I'll just play it on the Switch because I'm an idiot and I double bought the fucking game. <laughs> You're not an idiot for double buying. I have about like four copies of Resident Evil 4. Like, I don't know what to tell I drew you. the line at PS3. I can't, I can't justify buying a game like Resi 4. If it was Resi 2, 3... I'd I'd rebuy it. You had it for the GameCube. I know because you gave it to me. Yeah, yeah, but I got it on the PS3. That's it. I haven't bought Resi 4 again. So funny story. I have 1, 2, 3, and 4 all on the PS3. (laughs) It's because it was for my Vita. My Vita could have 1, 2, and 3. It was awesome. That's that's literally why I have 1, 2, and 3. Because the PSN Classics, you could put it on your Vita and on on the PS3. It's just a damn shame you can't play 1, 2, and 3 on the 4. Eh, yeah. I mean, a, a port would be really nice, but they they put the remake of almost all of them so far. They're going to do 1, 2, and 3. And 0! Anyway, I want to talk about real quick about those Dragon Ball Z Fighters updates. I had no idea what they were until you sent me that video, and it was just a constant stream of, oh, fuck, that feature? That feature's added? No shit! <laughs> fucking 3v3? Fucking... Selectable uh, assist, yeah. The, the assist is no longer the rock or whatever? That's that, funny that, as fuck. The rock was just Krillin, but yes, now you could use Krillin's Masenko or a Kamehameha. I, th- I thought other characters picked up a rock on the floor. I thought it was like a guard break move. No, it's just Krillin. Shit, maybe I just played Krillin. <laughs> Damn, that was my first mistake. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. but yeah, it, this revolutionizes the meta. It's a completely new UI. Mm. It's new modes, new everything, new characters. We're getting season three. They're doing another world tour. Oh my God. Like, if only uh, Capcom gave a shit about their fucking games like Street Fighter <laughs> instead of re-releasing the same game with Champion Edition. No, we need to release or just... Or Tekken the- 5, because... Th- no, Tekken 7, excuse me. Tekken 7 actually gave us new content and you can you can buy the the new shit with the first 3 seasons of characters. Oh god. On three an, seasons of characters. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just that in I'm just letting you having your moment. One moment I said one comment. <laughs> yeah. But... Either way, having seasons of characters is is always kind of sketchy for me because you you have to pay for the season. And yeah, you could pay at any time, but of course the best deals are when it first comes out and you have to kind of like buckle in for whoever's added. And sometimes they kind of peter out towards the end and it's like, eh, you know what I mean? But oh, I, Dragon Ball Z Fighters has had a great cast so far, so. Yeah, I mean, we're all picturing right now the next character to re- be revealed is Roshi. I need at least two more different versions of Goku. You're gonna have one more. I I almost of course they it's gonna be like Sakurai. He, they're gonna play into the meme. 
Yeah. It only makes yeah. sense. We have currently right now, should I name them all? How many? How many? <laughs> I don't think we have enough time in the episode. Holy <laughs> shit, is it that many? Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, we have Ultra Instinct Goku, which is going to come out soon. We have Base Goku from Saiyan Saga. Base Goku. We have uh, Super Saiyan Goku, whose level three turns into Super Saiyan three. We have Son Goku GT. Oh my god! And his level three is very dependent because you either get Super Saiyan three or Super Saiyan four in the level three. Is it just randomized chance, or is it a specific set of specific things? circumstance? You okay. have to be down a character. That's so cool, though. And you get a damage buff when you go to Super Saiyan 4. Oh, my God. I like a lot of these. If you play, like, into the story tropes. <clears throat> because they already do that with a lot of the finishes. Like, yeah. Like, you beat no, certain characters. And, no, there's dramatic finishes and shit like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if you want to count them, but the fusions of Vegito and Gogeta. Oh. That's half Goku. I always felt <laughs> like they were so similar, those two. So no. Therefore, it's one Goku. The what? Two Gogetas be equal one Goku. Exactly. <laughs> Two. And one other Vegeta? What? There is more Vegetas. When's Majin getting added? I want Majin. Majin's the best one. I don't know why this is So far, Goku we only six. have Kid Boo and Fat Boo, but we need Super Boo. Fuck. Fuck. Super Boo is my favorite. It's bullshit. <laughs> oh, Kid, Kid Boo is the strongest, technically, so it makes sense. Oh, he, he also got a buff in the recent patch that just came out uh, today, actually. On the 26th. Perfect. That's, that's when we're recording this. Well, thank you for dating the episode and telling me that I should get into Dragon Ball Z Fighters now that Boo has been buffed. Uh, anything else you played recently or watched? Uh, watched? Eh, uh, I don't I know am, that show. I tried. I am trying right now to watch uh, this show on Hulu uh, called Avenue 5. Oh, fuck you, really? It's not that good. I, You know I talked about this on the podcast, right? I I tried. I didn't. I'm not really enjoying it. Yeah, no. I t I think I was with Vinny because I I brought it up. It's basically it's very interesting. It's very silly. But the, what I what I find interesting about it is that it constantly doubles down where the characters nothing is improving. Things are just consistently getting worse and worse. And I don't know unless it just resolves with some fart at the end. It's interesting to see how far down it'll go. Yeah, and I really do like the casting. The casting's great. Hugh that, Lor yes. Hugh Laurie is great. It's just I was expecting a little more bombastic uh, comedy. This it's subtle. It's it's good. It's, it's smart. It's a dark comedy, but, I think. Yeah, but for me, I really enjoyed Future Man mm -hmm. from Hulu. Is a Hulu original, and I really love that. And it's a flip on time travel, hmm. where the hero that'll save us all is actually really shitty. Right. Right. Okay. And that's what I like. This is just like I have no one to root for. <laughs> except maybe the couple that's about to get divorced why would you no they're they're horrible no who you should root for is the dude that that's uh, uh nihilist 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 oh yeah, yeah he's yeah. fucking fantastic every line out of his mouth is great it's just like this ingenious passenger decided that she needed to speak to you so here you are <laughs> I don't know. He's fantastic, but uh, I don't know. Hopefully, it improves because you're right. It, it is a little rough in the beginning. I'll yeah, I mean, I'm I'm two and a half episodes in. Oof, I, I yeah. stopped watching the third one because I had to go to the bathroom. I've been feeling ill for the past couple of days. Oof! Sorry so, to hear that, Broski. It, it's okay. I'll I'll give you plenty of fluids. Don't worry. Yay! <laughs> Nondescript fluid. <laughs> Here, drink this. What's in it? 
drink it. <laughs> Quench the thirst. That is what I've been drinking all day with Sprite. Oh, that is a natural remedy, okay? Sprite, yeah. it heals all wounds. Also, uh, <laughs> I want to get into uh, reading more Harley Quinn stuff because of the movie, but that's foreshadowing. Oh, nonny. What do you mean? Foreshadowing? You have to talk about Birds of Prey Oh, later. that's what we call Radio Tease. I got you, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Alrighty, man. Um, was that everything you've been watching, playing? Yeah. Alrighty, man. So I'm gonna go ahead and just tackle and do a Jill dive into my recents right now. Come on, come on, come on. What's this? Have you have you done the Tyrant special in Marvel vs. Capcom 2? No. Her ultimate special. Uh, her ultimate special is she touches the ground and Tyrant from RE1 busts through the floor and slaps the, the enemy around the other opponent around and then dives back in. And Jill's just like, what the fuck? In the corner. It's great. Anyway. <laughs> I've heard she's like second to third tier. Like most top tier people use just X-Men characters. Sure. And you know what? They're really fucking good. Magneto is like broken. Yeah. But but Jill, she's got them long legs. And those long legs have reach. Gotta and get them legs. Them legs. No, for real. I don't know. I guess Jill did have long legs in the original. I have no idea. But like. She's literally 60% legs. I guess so. That's why the shoulder pads all the way at the She's top. Her legs right. are reinforced. And then, and then, <laughs> and then you have like shit like Umbrella Chronicles, where she uses her thighs to kill a zombie. That was so lame. That was such a weird excuse for a panty shot. I have no idea. I, I mean, I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Ellie? As long as someone enjoyed it, it was worth it. Anyway, let me go ahead and dive into this. So, uh, I guess I'll start out with my uh, with my games real quick, because I was playing quite a few things on Bone King TV, Twitch.tv, Bone Was King any TV. of them days gone? No? Oh, color me shocked. <laughs> yes. You are correct. I'm sorry, these were more impromptu ones. I actually didn't plan any of these. <laughs> no, for real. And and they're really short games, too. So this is why I'm going to burn through it super fast. So the first one I did was Dreadout 2. Um, I've been, I played Dreadout 1 uh, during Halloween last year. And it was a really fun Let's Play. The game was fun as shit. It's like Fatal Frame, but it was like an indie developer studio that put it together. And they had their own unique imagery and setting. It was really cool. It was like an Indonesian horror. It was really awesome. Um, but... The sequel comes out, or at least it, it was. It showed up on Steam like, oh, this game is coming soon, TBA. There was never a release date. And I just was waiting for it for a while, and then boom, it was just released randomly. And I was like, what? Oh, Dreadout 2 is out? Fuck, okay, I guess I'll buy it. I mean, it just came out. It'll be a fun stream. I guess I'll buy it. No, and it was, it's, it was like fucking 20 bucks. It wasn't anything super big, but at the same time, it's like... I wanted to see what happened because Dreadout 1 interested me and I was like, you know what? I want to follow and support this franchise. Let's do it. What the fuck did they do to this series? They only had one installment and I'm already saying this. <laughs> like, they change it to where there's such a weird focus on, like, special particle effects and camera filters and you just it feels like you're playing in an unreal engine game kind of thing and maybe it's not even an unreal engine but it feels really weird and, and janky and, and there's a melee weapon now because you know when you were in fatal frame i always felt the need to fucking axe a ghost in the face it, it's just makes sense right of course uh besides that though i played uh streets of rage anyone here play streets of rage one i played one and two. Ooh. Yes, it was a double feature over at BoneKingTV.twitch.tv. 
I feel there's just one more dot there. It's twitch.tv slash TV. There's only one dot. 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 Listen here, Mr. Dot. I'll tell you what. Um, But Streets of Rage is a a fun fucking side-scroller. I grew up with it when I was really young, but I never touched it again, like, after I was, like, nine years old or something. Mm. So this was really fun to go back and play the game again. It has a lot of really cool features I was not expecting. Like? Like, uh, you can grapple off of your uh, your partner and do, like, a special air attack after doing it. Like, that involves a lot of co-op placement and whatnot. Also, I don't think... Besides the D&D one that I played a long time ago, that I played a side-scroller with, like, a moral decision, there's there's multiple endings in Streets of Rage 1, where the whole game is that I think someone's girlfriend, or or maybe he's just a crime boss, I don't know, Miss, also his name is Mr. X... <laughs> interesting i want to throw that out there um but he's like a crime boss and when you when you get to him he goes hey so uh you know what you did a great job getting to me and i could use someone like you how about you work for me and it goes yes no and you if you're playing with a partner they get that decision too if you guys pick different options you have to fight each other oh my god isn't that fucking cool now, on top of that, if let's say you say, yes, I'll work for you, it boots you back four stages back. And you're like, oh, that's lame. And so you realize when you play all the way to the end, you usurp him and become the crime boss. That's so cool. This is the coolest shit, man. Streets of Rage needs to be talked about more. The game is awesome, okay? Wow. Um, I did not know any of that. That's right? Interesting. And then Streets of Rage 2 just kind of expands upon it. Uh, there's a little questionable. I don't know why Adam gets kidnapped, why he couldn't just be a playable character. They just took a character from the first game and it's just like, uh, he's not playable, so we can give you a new person. And it's just like, they do this. Every fucking game, they take out a character and add in another one. But Blaze and Axel always remain. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, really quick, uh, I, I saw two movies really fast. What's up? What did you see? <laughs> little bear, little bear. What did you see? Adrian looking confused at me. It's a it's a children's novel. Why are you reading children's novels? <laughs> no, I didn't read it. I, it was in the you back of my mind. You still haven't read the fucking comics I've oh let you and you're reading children's novels? Anyway, the movies I saw. Actually, I'll start out with my TV show because I only Liz, saw Liz, I lent him Watchmen. I know you did. <laughs> and he still hasn't finished it. Oh my God. I've been so busy. I'm sorry. Oh, real busy, huh? Anyway, playing fucking games you didn't need to plan to play. I was invited, and Dreadout 2 came out so randomly, and I knew that I had to strike while the iron was hot. And it was a really hot iron, let me tell you. Either way, um, the TV show I saw was Supergirl. Uh, I saw a couple episodes because they they introduced Mixelplixel, Mixelplick. Yeah, Thomas Lennon plays him. Did you not like that? No, I liked it. I just haven't watched any of the episodes. It was very interesting, to say the least. Because, like, I, I thought for sure I was just going to see <laughs> Reno 911 Cop. And I did just kind of see Reno 911 Cop. I'm not going to lie. I forget the character's name, so pardon me. But, like, he, he did a good job playing, like, a really flippant kind of, uh, what, Q-ish bastard, you know? Okay. Do you know what I mean by Q-ish? Q, like, from Star Trek? No, the Star... Yeah, oh. pretty much. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's all I saw. I just wanted to say he did a really good job. I don't know. I had a really good time watching his performance. I mean, that's, that is Mr. Mixoplexic. It's literally cute. But wasn't he like a small little old man? Uh, Lieutenant Jim Dangle is the character's name. Dangle. Okay, yeah. I don't know why I didn't remember that. That's a good name to have. Dangle. Dangle. Um, the only other thing I saw was these two movies. I saw Not Another Teen Movie again. 
which is a fantastic film. Have you guys seen it? Yeah. Yeah, I watch it frequently, especially the beginning four minutes. <laughs> it's a it's a solid, <laughs> solid fucking movie, and I could sit here quoting shit all day, but I'm going to quickly move on because I think we're, we're going a little bit over time. So it was a great movie. Watching another team movie does a great amount of spoofs. Fantastic. Um, the only other movie I saw was Conjuring 2. Um, so who, who's... I'm pretty sure someone said they liked The Conjuring. You guys... All here. I love I love the universe. I just hate uh, what's that one, La Llorona. Okay, I hated that. Is one. Conjuring Two part of the well liked ones that you guys like? Yes. Dude, just no shame. Just tell us. No, I know. Just because I found it really hard to take seriously with the angry old British ghost. Okay. And, and you know, Mister Angry Williams, you know, seventy nine years old, and it's it, it came off as silly to me, particularly. And granted, not everyone's gonna feel the same way. I totally understand that. It just did it, you talk during the movie again? I've seen this movie three times. Did you talk during the movie? At no, all three times. Well, the third time, yes, because I was just pointing things out. But either way, like Were I do, you ruining everybody. the movie for someone else. It doesn't matter if I ruin it for my boyfriend. He does, he's he's a, I'm I'm allowed to ruin movies for him. It's part of my right as being his boyfriend. Hey everybody, DJ Keemstar. I'm sorry, I just had to try. What the hell? Coming right with the news. What the, who the hell? Who's Keemstar? What? <laughs> that shitty YouTuber. Wow, just making enemies out here. I don't even know who he is, and I'm uh, defending he feed, him. He feeds off drama. God, well that's but, half uh, of YouTube. But it's. <laughs> It's a good segue into our news section. I'm going to like the little thing, you know, in an airplane when he's hitting the bones. <laughs> God, that movie's amazing. It's it's a cinema classic, <laughs> just like Blazing Saddles. Anyway. What do we got? Here's some news. I'm going to go real quick. Uh, Liz, do you have any news real quick? Oh, it's been confirmed that they're going to have a Catwoman for season two of Harley. Wow, and she's not anywhere in season one so far. No, well, no. she's mentioned by name, but never actually seen. That's surprising. No, no, it's fine. I think it's good that we have slow burns like this. No, I do as well. That's yeah, I could totally see that. Like, don't introduce everyone all at once. That's yeah. a smart idea. Absolutely. All right. So my news is that it for your news? Yeah, that's it. All right. My news is a do little. Do you bit need more any fun. of the news? <laughs> huh? Th that was all the news you needed, honey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my news is the free games for PlayStation Plus have been revealed. Oh yeah, for March, mm -hmm. it is the Shadow of Colossus remake. Nice and Sonic Forces. The weirdest thing, right? Oh my god, those are two games I've actually. I feel wanted Sony to get. just wants to like try to help the movie out a little bit. Ooh, like, like hey, you want more Sonic? Here you go. Play our game that we're giving you for free on PlayStation. Well, we're going to have to take this to the initial question. When do they decide these games? Well, we don't work for Sony, so we don't know. And we can't get Sony on the phone. I like to imagine it's like literally three days before the next month. They're like, oh, fuck. Uh, fuck. We already picked two. Fuck, that was last month. Uh, and they just fucking throw a dartboard and whatever uh, they get. But you're right. That makes more sense. It was helping out the movie. Totally yeah, get At that. least that's my theory. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nintendo Switch doing something similar. They're giving you 20 bucks off on Sonic and Mario at the Tokyo Games. Oh, and did you hear? I think Mario's not going to the, to the games anymore. It's just Sonic now. Wow. How wow. weird. Half, that was like half the draw to the fucking game was that it was Mario and Sonic. Um, well, you know, that's why we have Smash, I guess. 
So, uh, two two more pieces of news coming from me. Steven Spielberg has left a director's chair for Indiana Jones 5. What? Yeah, he was going to direct. He was already approved. And we were going to have it, but he dropped out. We don't know why. Uh, word is, around the campfire, we're looking at James Mangold, the man behind the Wolverine and Logan, for Indiana Jones 5. Are we going to have Indiana Jones Logan? Like, it's going to be like... Don't even worry about it, okay? Because... <laughs> Listen, that's a beautiful song, okay? But look, don't even worry about it. They're going to get Steven Spielberg. He's going to come back, okay? And he's going to replace all the guns with walkie-talkies. I understood that reference. Watch South Park. <laughs> uh, and a bit of sad news. The creator of the Konami Code, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A, start. Whoa. Kazuhisha... Hashimoto has died. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not really good. No, at I know. You did your best. There's nothing wrong with that. Hashimoto-san, I apologize. But only losers do their best. <laughs> Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Mm-hmm. That's man. Actually, I saw a review series of Highlander. I forgot to mention that over in my recents. That was that quote wasn't from Highlander. It was from The Rock. What? The losers try their best. It's from The Rock, not from Highlander. Oh my god, I'm getting on my fucking Sean Connery. Why is this like stuff? <laughs> Sean Connery, you know, was yeah, he was in Highlander one and a little bit in two. We don't talk about two. Yeah. Or Planet but prom, Zeist. But prom Queen is with Nicolas Cage in The Rock. You're right, you're right. By the way, I'm gonna finally see Mandy in Color Out of Space. Color Out of Space has a VHS release. That is beautiful. It is a perfect 100% VHS fully licensed. Mm. Mm-hmm. I know this feels like those Kickstarter things where they release it and like, this is you, you, uh, ukulele in an N64 cartridge. It's like, cool. All right. Don't talk about your fucking chainsaw controller from Resi 4. Listen, okay. And trying to play Smash with it. The, you can't play Resident Evil 4 in the chainsaw controller, though. It's a different controller. Hey, man, uh, the VHS uh, is coming back to the aesthetic. There was someone that had put all of Halloween Kills on a VHS copy. Mm-hmm. Well, but the thing is, you look at something like The Mist, right? Where they have a different version of the film. It's just like a, a different special feature. You don't need a completely different medium to get to see this feature. I guess does it really? I guess it would affect the picture if you watched it on like a fucking CRTV fucking VHS it up. If you had your hipster setup, I bet it's fantastic. <laughs> and I'm saying this as someone who owns a record player. So what's your news? Uh, my news? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Um, well, you already I just want to get to the point. Oh, I'll show you my point. Hey, oh, here we go. So uh, there was a new American ho- uh, Horror Story season announced with Macaulay Culkin and Evan Peters, because Evan Peters is just the all-star in all of these. Hey, now. Yeah, you smashed that mouth. Uh, and that like button. Hey, um, so no, uh, Macaulay Culkin, he, he's an inter- uh, interesting addition. Um, I actually didn't think he was interested in acting again. I, I thought he found like a nice little spot with Red Letter Media and was just doing reviews. But okay, I don't, I don't know. Okay, well I'm glad I he's doing something. I don't watch American Horror Story. I've never seen it. But we don't. Even, I don't even think we have a theme yet, so I don't even know what it really is about. So, um, me and my friend. Oh wait, wait. I apologize. What? I saw one episode, uh. kind of. It was the one where Evan Peters has fish hands. 
And he, oh, like, freak show. And he like masturbates all the girls with his fish hands. Freak show. Freak show. Yeah, well, te- technically, yes, it's fingering. He fish fingered them. I know there's another term for it. Do you like fish sticks? <laughs> I don't get the joke. I love fish sticks. Um, but no, uh, fucking that actually was a great season of the show. I love freak show. I think my favorite is still I, Asylum. I didn't see but... all of it. I just they uh, Liz and Annie showed it to me. I think. Hmm. Yeah, we were playing it one day that he just came over, finishing an episode, and he was just like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't honestly think there's gonna be a lot for you there. To be honest, I don't think you're gonna like that show. But hey, give it a shot. I mean, the memes are great. <laughs> the memes are great, no. particularly about the dude in the first season that's like masturbating and crying. <laughs> uh yeah yeah that does happen there's also yeah. the gimp suit that just kind of walks into the room <laughs> hey, yeah murder house was fun i liked murder so, house so wait a minute wait a minute i think there's you just really a random like gimp no it's not random it, it, it is kind of random though they use random. it pretty it randomly like, several wait hold on it's it's hold like on, don't spoil don't spoil is it kind of like liz will get this is it kind of like Insidious where random Darth Maul like shows up oh behind God. the guy? I guess so. But he's in a gimp suit. There's, there's a scene that is similar. <laughs> they, they do take it pretty far. It's, it's fun. The, the show is pretty fun. Other than that, the only other news uh, I have was there was some new RE3 footage. Um, I purposely didn't watch too much of it. I saw all of it. So um, I'm not going to be able to talk about it. Radical. Well, because you don't want spoilers. Well, the main, we could talk about the gameplay stuff, like literally. Fuck Nemesis! I oh my god! I'm starting to get worried about Nemesis. Can we talk? Patch him already. It's time <laughs> to talk about Nemesis. It's time to stop. It's time to stop. Nerf him. <laughs> Nerf him before he even comes out, because this, this is gonna. He be crazy. literally jumps. Yes. In front of you. Yeah. No matter what, and he has already his tentacles in his first form. Uh huh. Why? He seems like. The exact opposite thing I want to deal with in a Resident Evil game, because half the time, if you're not, if you're outgunned, you want to run, right? You want to get out of there. But he has like three different ways to stop you from running, and like the game kind of has you going in funnels in Resident Evil Three because the alleyways are pretty narrow. So where the fuck are you supposed to go? I don't know, but I expect to see you die a lot. Oh yeah, no, I said I. Did that you tentacle. see Hunter Gamma? I did. I also saw the oh, game over scene. Oh my god. Uh. Big so mouth I reptile. Resi 3 a lot. <laughs> Liz saw me play Resi 3, I think, once. Uh, Hunter Gamma is the frog one. With a giant mouth. And you, and they boosted that fucker up in this one. Like, it opens its mouth, and then there's, like, four of these other mouths. There were people swearing by their lives and their mothers that it was that was the Gravedigger. That that was the worm, the split worm. No. But no, we he got has legs. Yeah, we you got the Gravedigger. Yeah, we did? Yeah, there's, I believe, footage of the Grave Digger. Uh, I've only seen Drain Demos, Hunter Gamma. Oh my god, I'm so happy we got the Brain Suckers. Yeah. And they shrunk them. They made them smaller. Now you can kill them with one shotgun shell. Instead of the OG game, 
where you had to pump them with three shotgun shells from your Benilli or two from your M37. Yeah, they got annoying sometimes. See, George and I are this fucking nerdy about resi that we know the exact amount of damage. Well, I don't know about the percentages, but and you know about the gun names way more. I just know about the weird monster shit, like the laying eggs and all that crap. Yeah, and thanks to, I think it was Ink Ribbon who yes. found out you could spawn little ones. I didn't even know. I thought it was random where they did something. It was like a I thing you had to wait for. I, I just ran and killed them. I never fucking bothered watching that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know. I'm, um, just, I'm just really worried about hardcore mode. Oh, that's going to be a fucking trip, let it me is, tell you. It looks like there are so many zombies now, and mm. they're all with the bullet sponginess of 2, remake of 2. And yes, Jill has a dodge move, but if they put the dodge move like they did in the last time where we had Jill in mm. Resi 3, where it was the same fucking button as aiming, do you have any idea how difficult it is to time no. with the same button? It's going to be circle or something like that. My only weird I'd thing be down is for L2. when you see the dodge, there's like a gust of wind, but apparently that's when you get a critical dodge. And, and it's slow-mos? Uh, yeah, it's, it, I don't know. I saw really one cool scene where she dodges, does like a backflip and pulls out the gun, and I was like, ah, cool animation, Yeah, bro. no, and, and Jill goes to town like mm. in this game. Like we see a lot of athleticism. Yeah, no, she's parkouring all over the place. I mean, in 3, she just kind of, like, jumped off a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's PS1, dude. What did you expect? I don't know, man. Where's my PS1 equivalent of Mirror's Edge? I want it right now. <laughs> that would be so cool. Oh, my God. I'm waiting for that time, and it's it's coming up now where, like, indie games are starting to replicate PS1 games. Uh, I want to... Oh, my God. Um... Oh, God. P Puppet Combo. I want to give a quick shout out to Puppet Combo Studios because they put out a whole bunch of PS1 retro titles and it's fantastic. His games are super unique and interesting. I did, he do, did he do fucking Silent Hill? No. Well, no, he did a game that was like Silent Hill. He did the Glass Staircase and another game that has the exact same kind of like camera angles and aiming to shoot and the polygons. It's fantastic. I love him. Anyway, that was all the news I got. Uh, anyone got anything else? I don't, I don't got anything else. Okay, sweet. Moving on. Hello, everyone. This is Bone King, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks podcast, hosted proudly on the Fan Freaks Facebook group. That's F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S, Fan Freaks. And let's get right to the theme, which I can't believe we waited till the last week of February to do a special on Black History Month. Go ahead and yell at us on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tell us how yeah, shit yeah. we are, because we uh, are. You could... Follow Bone King on Twitter at mm. Bone King at, at Bone King TV, and go ahead and put yours out because uh, I've always fuck up yours <laughs> at Adrian MDOD MDOD. I always want to say MOD like you're the mod or something, like Mod Squad, like, like a moderator. Oh, of life. I know. I know you said mod, but now I'm thinking of POD. Oh Remember my that god! That shitty song. What? They had great songs. What are you talking about? And it was like the cover for one of those racing games on the PS2. Anyway, we are the youth of the nation. <laughs> we are. We are. It's a great song. Don't even start. All right. Last day of the rest of my. Sorry. So. <laughs> so yeah. I'm still alive. Dude, that song's amazing. Okay, I used... but it's so overplayed. Not anymore. Not anymore, no, but in like 2001, you oh, couldn't escape it. Back then, sure, when it came out, yeah, it was played a lot, let me tell you. You couldn't escape it. You no. couldn't escape it. So, uh, for Black History Month, yes. uh, we wanted to to talk about 
characters, creators, people across all of our uh, freaky stuff mm-hmm. that don't get enough praise. Right. Really give we, them a highlight. Uh, we want know. to acknowledge them, senpai. Yes. And you know what? We waited this long in February. It's about time. <laughs> Let's get straight to it. So uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go first, mm-hmm. then Liz, then you. So first things first, I'm just going to say for creator, honestly, there should be more. But Dwayne McDuffie, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Who died a day after his birthday? I found out today. Thanks, Wikipedia. That oh. fucking sucks. He was That's born. Bizarre. He he was born February twentieth, nineteen sixty two. Died February twenty first. That sucks. Yeah. Does it suck? It's just random. I don't. You die on any random day. Just what are the chances that it's like the day right after your birthday? Yeah. Um. But he gave us Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, mm-hmm. uh, Static Shock. He's one of the reasons. I don't agree with him on this. I mean, if I die, if, when I die, <laughs> I'm immortal. <laughs> when I die, I'm probably going to take it up with him. Uh, Bat Wonder as a ship. He liked it. He wants that one for Justice League. He was trying to ship them really hard. I prefer calling it Wonder Bat. But that is the official name, actually. Thank oh, you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, but I I do have to say he gave us Static Shock. Mm. He wrote some great books. He gave us Tower of Babel, which is the book where Rachel Gould defeats the Justice League by using Batman's plans against them. Uh, when for, you said Justice League, I'm sorry, you were saying the animated series? No, no, no. Well, there is the movie uh, Justice League War. No, Doom. Yeah, where mm. where the villains defeated the Justice League using the plans. Ooh. That Batman has on the entire Justice League in case to defeat. Oh them. my god, I heard about this story. My brother loves it. Oh my god, Tower of Babel. Tower of Babel. Okay, yeah. I'll have to read this one. Uh, another Just thing. Like watch another thing uh, is character wise. I I kind of want to point out that there's two Supermen that are black. One is Val Zod from Earth Two, who hooks up with Power Girl from Earth Two. He's a fucking amazing, actually three dimensional character, and I kind of wish DC would would. Yeah, he has a lot of layers. He's yeah, like yeah. an onion. And, or an ogre, I guess. Oh, for fuck's sake. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that I laid it up, but I wasn't expecting him to put it down like that. Sorry, man. Uh, no, it's my own fault. And then we also have Calvin Ellis, who mm. is a president of a different Earth. And I'm fine with that Superman not getting more representation, but I want more Val Zod because I think that's more interesting considering his adoptive father was Zod. President of Earth. No, no, just the United States president. Oh, okay. I was like, damn. Yeah, no, but he is is the president. World peace. (laughs) Donskis. Anyway. But nice, nice. Uh, How about you, Liz? What do you got? Well, when it comes to... I just remember right now my first time meeting Erding Hudson. That was really, really cool. And he was such a nice down-to-earth guy. Mm -hmm. Um, Super nice. And you and I both got a picture with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was super, super funny. AJ, I remember you had asked him about uh, uh, being in the third Ghostbusters movie. (laughs) That was hilarious. Oh, no. Um, This was before we knew it was going to be a full reboot with four women. Right, right, right. No one knew. And, Before the revelation, and well, right now the the um, I have you guys read Wonder Woman Earth One? Uh, no. Or was it Year One? I believe it was Earth. 
It's Earth One by Graham okay. Morrison, right? Yes. So yeah, yeah, I read it. Yeah, that particular story was very yeah. interesting. It was it takes place in Themyscira, you know, in, with modern technology, and they ended up changing the Steve Trevor instead mm. of making him a traditional like European, like white blonde blue-eyed they made him black hmm. and he was a much more like stronger more defined character in the series as a black man than he was ever as a white man hmm. and so and that was really really nice i'm shocked that themiscira never had technical advancement advancements of their own like well it was always pictured to be very uh traditional greek architecture and mm. this is the first time where they introduce quote-unquote technology yeah because it was mainly like fantasy kind of magic-esque with the yeah. glow and ropes and whatnot oh, yeah. no i totally get you all right cool radical radical um i know that you said that you had mentioned it but i still want to um talk about the, the actress that played uhura because yes yes you know, no go ahead go for it I, I i know we talked about on the show like but this is back during cannon fire but um, yeah, no, Uhura is oh, amazing. Classic. Like th that was the previous show, our, our old name. Then we went through Crisis on Infinite Earths. Our own crisis, <laughs> personal, personal yeah. crises. You know, she still made a very, very huge impact in just for all of television and just mm. for um, for all the black community um, and just meeting Dr. Martin Luther King mm. Jr. was. No, I mean, Star Trek as well, like, that series, I love the idea of, like, where it shows a future where all of our idealized, like, you know, where we want to be in terms of, like, world peace and world hunger and all this, mm. when we've already gotten past all of our personal problems and as the as the human race in general, like, when we're traveling out into space, what positive things, and it was such an uplifting kind of show, you know what I mean? Like, they always had so many problems, but everyone on the ship had their strengths, and they were able to come together, solve the problems completely rationally and logically, and at the end of the day, everyone had a good time, except for some of the red shirts. But we don't talk about the red shirts. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Press red, F. Red in space, but without the S. <laughs> Red and pain there. Anyway, um, so I'm going to go ahead and jump into mine really quick. Um, I want to go ahead and give a quick shout out because as you know, I'm, I, I want to be a voice actor. Um, but no, I want to give a quick shout out to Phil Lamar. Um, he's everywhere. And it's not like Troy Baker or, or fucking Nolan North where they're everywhere, but it's the same voice. Like Phil Lamar, he has a very distinct voice. Don't get me wrong, where you could recognize him. But he also shows up in areas where it's like, oh shit, I had no idea he was there. Looking at his IMDb is a complete trip. Oh, okay? Definitely. I highly recommend it. Um, Jordan Peele for really bringing back the kind of like focused horror kind of uh concepts back because it seems like we're at this age where like it's it's sequels it's fucking uh has to reboots, be bigger the better remakes. reboots remakes we take the same thing take off the numbers uh, alien or uh, uh, fucking predator uh fucking all uh, nightmare on elm street just take off the sequels we made a new one reboot and i really feel like get out and even us to an extent takes a simple premise and focuses on it and yeah, it has a lot of symbolism and meaning behind it, but the reason why it's able to do that is because it is a simple premise, and they're able to go into the depth without getting too lost in details. Right. Now, I, th I think Us takes a little bit of liberties where it goes more into the symbolism than, like, the actual logistics of a situation, but I digress. It is still a great movie visually regardless. Um, but either way, I want to talk about 
a quick thing because I usually do the video game topics here on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really trying hard to, to think of, of black creators in the video game industry. And we even looked it up. There was like a percentage. 2.5% in the entire video game industry. D- that's ridiculous. The, uh, there needs to be way more. That number is way too small. Like there needs to be more. more uh, that number is just representative that. of people that work in it. Mm. That could just be voice actors or something. It doesn't have to be developers. Well, in the in, in like the there was there was like uh, uh, some some people that they wanted to highlight on that post that we were looking at with that that quote. And most of the people that were on there worked at EA. And it's kind of like, well, I guess this is sort of like you know a very Japanese dominated market. Video games came from Japan, and I guess it's just a matter of time until more people start getting in there. But that aside, it was kind of hard to come up with people in that regard to really give a shout out and highlight to. In exchange for that, I thought it'd be okay if I talked about some topics in uh, gaming that mainly come around uh, black people in in cosplay or for example resident evil 5 which is kind of where i'm trying to get in with this um but resident evil 5 before we go to that i'm just gonna knock this one out really fast i'm telling you because this really bothered me and i figured i should bring it up because it's bullshit and capcom never really answered for this resident evil 5 got a lot of flack for being racist when it first came out and in that instance like yeah, it was it was kind of dicey, but it didn't go as far until even after the game came out. See, for the longest time, Resident Evil 5, when it first came out, with before it had the expansions or anything, the cover was Chris and Sheva. They are the main characters of this game. You play as them as you go through the game. They are the main campaign, okay? So when the re-releases came out with a gold edition, they decided to swap out the image. Was yeah. it? I I have the gold edition. I do know. Yeah, they, they swapped out Chris and Sheva for Chris and Jill, and you're like, okay, well, yeah, they have the the night lost in nightmares DLC thing. Okay, but that's one DLC chapter next to another one left behind or no left behind Desperate Escape, and, and there's two of those. But why does that one get the highlight on the cover? Why are you ignoring the main campaign? Isn't it Lost in Nightmares with Chris and Jill? Yeah, and then the Desperate other one's Desperate Escape, Escape. Is Josh and Jill? That's what I'm yeah. saying. There's, yeah, yeah, but there's bad. two. Why are we only focusing on Lost in Nightmares? Plus, that that was such a rehash anyway. I don't even think Lost in Nightmares was, was very good. It was like running around dodging things the whole time. Regardless, <laughs> they the, felt very very proud of that one DLC. <laughs> <laughs> they were so hyped about running through hallways. Holy shit! But no, it's kind of a shame because Resident Evil 5, those are the main characters and it's obvious that Chris and Jill sold the most because they're they're veterans of the series and they're fan favorites. But that really snuffs Sheva's chance at getting any exposure at all. It's bad enough the entirety of Resident Evil 5 is Sheva following Chris around with no real purpose of her own. They don't do anything with her and that's a shame because she has every purpose to. It's her people that are getting killed here in Africa. She even says it herself. It's people she knew. It, it's part of the BSAA are getting killed one by one. She's feel there's so much potential for depth of character and they do nothing. Nothing. Okay? It's all about Chris. It's all about Chris running into Wesker and it's I don't know. It's why even have it take place in Africa then? Why? Why even do it? Cuz you just have Wesker and Jill it could have taken place anywhere. Mhm. Yeah. I don't know. So that was one thing I wanted to mention. Um, but on a separate topic that I feel like you guys can actually give input on, because I know this is kind of a tangent I went on. Um, but I, I noticed because I follow um, a lot of Resident Evil groups, right? And a part of all these kind of fan groups, a whole bunch of different fandoms, actually, where people will post cosplay, right? 
And uh, I saw one particular post that just kind of, it, it was weird because of the comment section. Of course, wow, fucking shocker. The comment section <laughs> was weird, right? But it was it was a, a cosplay of a Chris Redfield. Um, like, I think it was Code Veronica Chris, actually. Oh, my favorite Chris. It, it's a good outfit. I'll, I still say the first one's better. I like the white undershirt with the vest. It's so... So Japanese, I love it. But um, no, no. So and and the guy that was cosplaying, it was black, and he puts the picture. It was a great cosplay. He nailed all the the outfit completely, and he looked fantastic. But there was a comment, and and it just kind of, it just was so funny because the first words is are are, I'm not racist, but oh, and you're just like oh, okay, hold on, let's 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 see where this goes. Hold on, can we just uh. <laughs> I'm not racist, but you do know Chris Redfield isn't black, right? And it's like, uh, what? No, you don't fucking say. <laughs> First of all, if you're starting your sentence with, I'm not racist, but dude, you're pretty fucking racist. I, I really considered responding and just been like, Dude, do you seriously think he has he doesn't know? Thank you for informing us on on the Resident Evil fan site who Chris Redfield is. You don't think this fucking guy knows who Chris Redfield I would think Ugh. he's not blind, sir. <laughs> exactly. But this goes on to a further topic where I see this all the time where where when anyone does a uh, 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 a character but like a black version of that character in cosplay there's always that that genius that feels the need to remind them that like well this isn't really a real cosplay because it's not accurate it's like bro it first off it's a video game character and we were talking about earlier like that argument about uh, oh. there's no that you can't have any dark-skinned elves or something Mythical creatures, not real. Like, are, oh are, my god! Are we offending some like secret elf race by not portraying them correctly to historic whatever? They're fucking elves. It's a fantasy race. Like, I don't know. I just want to bring. And you that brought up. up earlier that for a fantasy, Chris Redfield's a fantasy. Exactly. Motherfucker punches boulders. I'm sorry, Chris. As much as I love Resident Evil, I'll be the first to tell you, Chris Redfield is not real. The series is not real. And, and you know what? I'll quote one of my favorite things in Spongebob. Calm down, son. It's just a drawing. <laughs> All right? It, it's, it's just absurd. And I don't know. I wanted to bring that up because I feel like that's it's ridiculous. And we need to normalize black cosplay and not have these fucking geniuses. Like, I don't get what their point is. One of the worst ones I saw, Liz and I are really a big fan of a particular black cosplayer, K-Bear. Mm -hmm. Follow her on Instagram. Oh, She's adorable. fucking amazing. She's great. Mm -hmm. But they gave her so much shit for doing Claire. And what? they also gave her shit for Bowsette. That, oh my God. And it's like, bro. Bowsette's not even a fucking real character. <laughs> She's a fan character. Oh my God. Why are we fucking like, yeah, but I don't get why we're putting humans like it's it, what, what'd you say? Calm down, son. Calm down, son. It's just a drawing. All of these are drawings. Why are we gatekeeping on something that's not real? That it doesn't matter. It's just it's creative expression. Relax. And, and I love how it just over brazenly ignores all the hard work in the actual fucking cosplay half the time. Yeah. Because, like, if the cosplay she brings is shit... brings it, dude. She does really good work. Right. But, like, even if the costume is shit, like, then you could say, okay, well, the costume isn't very good. But your, cri your critique has nothing to do with that. 
You're, you're solely bringing out the person in something that they can't control, stopping them from, I don't know, fulfilling some arbitrary sense of, like, accurateness. I don't, I don't know. I'll, it just feels fucking weird. I'm never going to be able to be, like, obviously, I'm a white Hispanic. I mm. can't put that on anybody. But uh, one of the things that I get knocked on, because I've gotten knocked on this at a con, I mm. cosplayed Superman. But... I did a fucking shirt and a cape and I was chunky Mm -hmm. and you know, I'm not really Superman, Mm -hmm. but I've been told like in a comment, you should lose some weight and try to get a better effort. Like, all right, man, I'm just doing new 52 action comics, Superman. I'm not going to like fucking get ripped by the time this con hits around. Can't you just be like, I'm, I'm fucking earth five, nine, 69, where Superman isn't fucking a chiseled marble statue. Is that okay? Like I just don't get it. The whole point is to celebrate how you enjoy this, this, this franchise or whatever you're cosplaying. Shouldn't that be the focus first? Like, I don't know. I wish bro. No, unfortunately, people want to focus on their way, how they how they view things, how mm. they think that things should be. Which is which is why body positivity is a growing thing. We need mm. that. We need people to be happier with how they look and how they feel. No, right. And I just feel like there's even some instances where you'll have an alternate version of a character, like a different race version of a character, and it adds so much to the portrayal of that character that it could spawn off its own thing it's it's a way to do something creative and have your own spin on something like i don't i don't understand why it needs to fulfill someone else's thing of arbitrism i want to bring up one though i saw in particular i saw a um there was this lady and she looked amazing she was yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. and she was a, a black cosplay uh, and it was she made the hair make sense how? <laughs> I will show you. I don't know, but it looked fantastic. Can you put a link when you put this up on Spotify? I will definitely try. Well, Spotify, I can't do it. But on, on our Podbean site, I definitely will try. Because she, her hair, the way it was like kind of, it was designed and it was put together is so above any of the, any whatever legit white boy Yu-Gi-Oh cosplays that have the, the weird Sora wig that you see everywhere. Oh with the thin strips. Like, do you see how much effort goes into something like that? And you're just ignoring it completely. <laughs> yeah, but there's... Man. Um, I don't want to talk about... So I'm at work, and uh-huh. this happened. Okay. Where this fucking lady gives one of my coworkers... She's an African-American woman. Uh-huh. Beautiful person. And this lady gets an attitude with her and says, Oh, what... Your weave's too tight. I uh, shit you not. Look, man, it's just, I don't know what it is, but people are gross on the internet and off. I think it's because I think racism is an easy, like, cheap shot where it's, you don't ever add anything. It has nothing of substance, but it, it's such a, like, yeah, well, fuck you kind of thing. We're like, your mom, like, it, it has no substance, but it is a way to dig at somebody. Yeah. To literally get under their skin. Oh, Chris uh, Redfield. Chris Redfield's white. I'm not racist, but, you know, you're wrong. I just, that shit. And then, you know what makes it even worse, though? There were some other, well, not even worse, but there were some other comments that they were posting pictures of Josh Stone from RE5. 
And it's like, it's not even the same costume at all. It's literally because he's the only black character besides the Outbreak ones, I guess. Where, like, I don't know. It's it's just one or the other, these fandoms, I swear. So, I don't know. I thought that would be a good topic to bring up. So, if you know what? If you out there find any awesome uh, black cosplays out there, we'd love to see them. You know what? Because we really should highlight it. it. It's not fair that they, they get this kind of criticism, even though they put so much hard work into the cosplays themselves. Agreed. It's ridiculous. Um, so, uh, shit, what do I got? What do I got? Do you guys have anything else you want to mention? I can start doing my, my feature highlight, uh, characters from the media. It. Yeah, because it's unfortunate, like, I'm, I'm such a piece of shit, I forget a lot of directors' names and fucking actors' names of everyone, actually, in general. Adrian, you'll attest that I just have horrible memory. Yes. Just in general. Yes. All I know are video games. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> There are times where I think we're a gaming podcast, considering how much he talks about gaming. Mm. Well, because that's just my area of expertise, you know? That's Understood. my corner. Um, either way, I want to I wanna give a couple shout-outs to, to some characters that I found that... Because you know what? I'm going to mention this, too. There's a lot of complaints and, and weird arguments online that are like, if the character I'm playing as isn't my exact sex or race, I can't identify with them. That that's an argument some people have. Yeah, I know that there is. Ugh. How do you expect to have any different stories at all if you have the same protagonist in everything? That makes you you get no variation of story at all. You literally have the same character arcs and settings and shit over and over again. You're not bringing in any new elements. That right? Am I wrong in this? You're not wrong. You're not so so I, I, I want to bring these characters up because I was able to connect to them, even though I am not black, but I was able to connect to them regardless because they were well-written characters. And that's what it should be. Like, All right, let's hear this list. All right, fucking, uh, I want to be- give a big shout out to fucking Lee Everett from, from uh, Walking Dead season one. Oh Wait, my God. I, yeah. He's so well-written. He's, he's can, literally one of can my- Can I tell the story? Oh my God. <laughs> can I what? tell the story? Well, I, have a, I have somewhat an embarrassing story about Liz with Lee. Okay, well, hold on. Can I just say it really quick? Yeah. He's literally, like, one of my most favorite written characters of all time. I love the amount of depth they give this character with all the different decisions. Like, they're all different kinds of Lee, and you get so much into him. It's fantastic. But go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me what you got. Can I? Sure. Go ahead. I won't embarrass you too bad. Oh, God. <laughs> so, the Hobbits, they would come over. We, I would play them again. I really wanted them to see Walking Dead. Because hmm. I told them this is way better than the show. The show fucking sucks. Hmm. This is almost as good as a comic book. And I had finished season one. So I knew the ending regardless. Hmm. I knew all the branching parts and things. But, you know, it's hmm. when those decisions come up, you get a lot of, like, anxiety and stuff. So I did what any good host would do. Hey, well, let's have some wine. Oh God! Liz mistook it as let me have all the wine. No, No, that is not what he said. He said, you are not leaving with this tonight. You Mm -hmm. have to finish it all. And I'm just there like, oh, okay. And you listen to him? (laughs) You you let him bully you? What the hell? (laughs) Yo, man, peer pressure is what friends do. Damn. (laughs) I thought it was wine, not beer. Anyway. Beer pressure? No. No, uh, we're good. Good. And she got Liddy Titty City, fam. Like she was, she was fucked up from the ground. Liddy Titty City. Yeah. Nice. She, 
as soon as we got to the last part where Clementine makes that decision, you know? Oh, my God. I was a fucking wreck. Right. No spoilers. I, we're trying our best here, right, but I was a fucking I was a wreck. wreck as well. Liz was on the ground spasming out like, no! <laughs> Holding that wine bottle. No! <laughs> That's that's fantastic. I would have paid to see footage of that. That's hilarious. I wish I recorded it. Oh but, my god! But goddamn, I I I cried laughing while she was crying of sadness. I legit was crying. Oh no, I, I cried too. The first time I, the first time that happened to me, I was an absolute wreck. I remember calling my friend Brawling Barb twitch.tv brawling barb um immediately after beating it and calling him crying over the phone like dude i have not played a game that made me feel this way since silent hill 2 that's from a walking dead fucking spinoff that's fantastic yeah telltale did a fucking fantastic job um i hope i didn't embarrass you too bad i think that was a pretty good story it's good it wasn't embarrassing at all you felt emotion the same the emotion the developers wanted you to feel right just Just, because i ugly sobbed and i got on the ground i was just kind of like why this is not fair no one wants to do that no one wants to do it but hey it it was it was a fucking effective ending let me tell you what yeah 100 percent who's the next character i was gonna say sheva um mainly but i already went to my whole thing with re5 i really wish they gave her more to to work with but she gets some recognition as being the only black character to feature in a resident evil game my favorite franchise capcom untapped potential yeah do it mark and jim were cool and outbreak you don't write the same jim character don't write chris tucker again that's kind of fucked up just write an original black character again, please. Okay? Cool. So that way I have someone else. <laughs> because Capcom is just full of it. Like, they're just nonstop. We get it. We get same it. Japan's archetypes. racist. Uh, well, yeah. Well, speaking of Japan, um, Dead Rising, Brad. Uh, Brad Garrison. Did You You didn't play Dead no, Rising? No, I have I never had any interest in playing Dead Rising. Two and Onward are almost completely different in tone. One has a little bit more of like a Dawn of the Dead feel. And Brad is like this cool he's like the straight man to most of all the silly shit going on he's that he's really the major thread pulling on to any seriousness in the story at all because frank west is a giant fucking clown the whole game so props to brad he's amazing um props to Jax because he was fucking mortal Kombat. i think he was the first black character i ever played as in a wait oh my god was Jax the first black character i ever played as no adam streets of rage ha Fuck him at eleven. Have you played? <laughs> have you played against him in eleven? The grenade launch is a great touch. Fuck your zoning, bro. Mm. Oh my god. Wait, I think the zoning. grenade launch is in the original too, but it's like really hard to do unless yes, you're a super big pro. Yes, <laughs> it's hard to do. It requires more than five inputs. Mm. But fucking MK10 and eleven. Ten, he was okay. The the grenade wasn't that bad, but eleven, dog shit. Mm. It's zoning and then just. Grabs, command grabs, just command grab, 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 I'm mm-hmm. gonna grab. Mm. He's top tier for that reason. Good for him to be top tier. But seriously, Jack's players on fucking MK11 online can fuck off. Like, <laughs> I cannot stand that shit because I've had where they grenaded me, jump forward twice, mm-hmm. command grab, then killing blow. And then I'm like, all right. Mm. Uh, Liz, do you want to buy this game? <laughs> I'm That's fucking it. done with MK11. Turning it in. So is Evil. Marvel, babe. 
Uh, I want to mention really quick because my my big my next highlight that I want to give um, you actually know this because all these have been video games, but this one uh, is I feel like the best example of making a completely new character in a franchise but keeping the same like superpower. Miles Morales and uh, Spider Man into the multiverse. Actually, he's a little bit stronger than Peter. Well, but that's the thing; he's not the exact same character, but it's it's expanded upon. Yeah. You know what I mean? You took the, simp- the the basic the basic premise and built upon it and made him his own. He had his own sort of like uh, uh, hero's arc where he, can't, he had to receive his power. And you know, it kind of reflects Peter and that's why Peter's involved. It's really well done. I just want to say that is how you do it. Liz, any thoughts since you're one of the resident spider fans of Fan Freaks? Well... Peter only assists him like that in the movie. When at least when his introduction in the Ultimate Spider-Man universe mm-hmm. after Peter dies, um, Miles ends up getting the powers naturally without having to like search for them or anything like that. Oh, okay. So it's really different in the comics. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's really cool. Like it, it, him like running away from like bullies and then all of a sudden like finding out that oh my god i could turn invisible well actually i like that even more because that makes it more of his own story as to how he got it because in the movie it's kind of like peter's where it was the the spider so and as much as i hate to say it brian michael bendis gave us that character the spider no (laughs) miles morales (laughs) <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, but no, I just I want to say that that movie blew my mind. It was fantastic, uh, and and Miles as a character, I feel like is the best way to make that like take Spider Man and do something new. You take an existing property and you do something new with it, which is exactly what I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my last highlight, pretty much that I want to mention another comic book character because <laughs> you guys started talking about comics in the car, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, that's right. Uh, I fucking John Stewart. Uh, Green Lantern, he's, he's always been my favorite Green Lantern because he's the only one who takes his job fucking seriously. Um, that's a bit rude. I'm just saying, like... That, that's a bit rude. I feel fucking like whenever... Hal Jordan gives a shit. Whenever I see Hal Jordan or Kyle Rayner or any of these other dudes, they feel like another Flash archetype. I say that about Gaia and Kyle, but definitely not Hal. <laughs> Maybe I haven't seen enough Hal Jordan then. Maybe what I've seen mainly is Kyle Rayner, but it's just kind of like he's really leave space Jesus alone. <laughs> what Anakin Skywalker? No, literally Kyle Rayner space Jesus. I know. I was making a joke. I know it's not good. <laughs> I, hey, hey, the every time I make a reference to Star Wars, we get five extra views. Okay, so I'm gonna do it. Um, for my characters, um, Cyborg. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. I completely forgot. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) What a fucking dick. (laughs) Oh, I didn't realize. I thought I was the only one who made a character list. You guys actually were smart and got creators and people in the industry and shit. And I'm a lame loser geek. (laughs) No one knows video game characters. I mean, if we're going to be, like, also, like, talking about, like, characters, Mm. like, definitely, like, Cyborg. Oh, my God. Uh, Vixen, Mace Windu, Mm. um... Oh my god, wait, it was a, you're on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Storm and T'Challa. Uh, Storm and T'Challa, the entire... Um, Marriage. Black, oh my god. Black Panthers, like, General Army, like, they were great. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, like, these were characters that you connected to, obviously. Oh, like, yeah, obviously, you were able like, to follow their story. Because that I, I can't believe it has to be said. Like, I have to be like... Yeah, did you did you identify with these characters? Oh my god. <laughs> like... <laughs> 
do I identify with being like a specific like rich king of a different country? No, not particularly, but that's not exactly what makes the no, character no. the character. Of course so, not. Like people need to get it out of their heads that personality doesn't equal what you look like, it's what you do. Right. It's how you act. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, the different relations and the stories that you bring up with the uh, with people that you connect with and how the stories connect with themselves. Mm. No, I know. It's so, but uh, th those are great picks. Anyone else you want to highlight? Sister Knight, the nun with the motherfucking gun from Watchmen. Oh my god! Uh, oh, okay. I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen pictures of her, and she looks awesome. She <laughs> no Regina King acted the shit. Out of that show. Mm. Uh, if we're going to go, I, I really want to go into Marvel here because uh, I said two black Superman and I don't know how more DC I can get there. <laughs> uh, I wanted to bring up Blade. Oh, my God. The first fucking uh, Marvel superhero movie. No, the first <laughs> successful Marvel superhero movie. That's what matters in the end. Oh my God. You're really going to sit here and be like, yeah, but Captain America with Red Brown. Well, it's not Marvel. It's DC. Just kidding. No, wait, that's Marvel. Ha ha. Red Brown, DC. Fucking Marvel. Hey, oh, I know comic book. No, you that know. wasn't. That was a failure. <laughs> See what I mean? The success was the first. There you right, go. right. The first successful R-rated black superhero movie. Oh my god, is there any other was that was the first R-rated superhero movie too, right? The first yes, the first successful R-rated. Blade was cool no, as fuck, man. Well, it did a lot of yeah, cool things. Yeah, the first successful because technically Howard the Duck. And then we had Spawn, <laughs> which was Howard not successful, Duck. but Spawn as a character in itself oh, was, Spawn. was no, yeah. fucking great. Oh my Spawny, god. Spawny, Spawny, he's a man. If he can't do it, no one can. Go Spawny! Yeah, John Leguizamo was kind of very Bring interesting. Back. Right, but Michael J. White acted the shit out of Al Simmons. Fight me, Spawn is underrated. Yeah, no, I don't see him nearly enough. Um, He was also great in Undisputed. He's great uh, in Soul Calibur. Ah, Leroy. Oh. Leroy from Tekken. <laughs> that dude's gonna get nerfed so bad. He is so good. Mm -hmm. At a top eight, this just happened last weekend. At a top eight for Tekken 7, six of the people were using Leroy. That's amazing. He's such a good character. Because his 1-2, which is... All right, so if you look at your your number buttons or whatever, mm. square is 1, triangle is 2, X is 3, circle is 4. Oh, goddamn. You know I get confused with that all the time. Right, right. But this is like FGC thing. <laughs> right, right. So it's 1-2-1-2, one, two, one, two, which is square, triangle, square, triangle. Uh -huh. If you do a directional, like half a, a quarter circle, uh -huh. he gives, he sets up a, a constant barrage of punches. <laughs> and then if you crouch, you're safe. But if you get up mid-punch, you start getting hit. Which is obvious, right? Uh-huh. But at the end of the one two, one two, one two, uh -huh. it leaves Leroy ready for a parry. So he could parry you as soon as he's done with his attack. Oh my god. So if you try to attack back after the one two, one two, one two, <laughs> he parries you and he does it again. You could literally win tournaments with just one two, one two, one what's two. What's to stop you from doing that? The con what's is there's no stamina thing, right? No, the there's no stamina. There's no limit to how much you could do it. Yes. <laughs> fucking nerf him now. No limits. Porkchop got on Twitter. I don't know if you know that. He 
bashed everyone using Leroy. No. Porkchop's a prolific Tekken FGCer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bro, Liz and I love him. He's so he talks so much shit. Anyway, but yeah, he fucking was like Tekken fixes him, fix him now. I mean, I really fucking love Luke Cage, the uh, character from the show. It makes me want to read more about him. In the in the comics, he's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But the one that I was blown away by was M- Misty Knight in the show, in the Netflix show. That shit was great. She was mm-hmm. great. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I mean, I've heard great things about Luke Cage. Yeah, it's a shame it ended with a fucking teaser ending. What? Yeah, because oh, they canceled it, they it because that. Netflix, uh, Disney was like, yo, we want to make it our own for our own streaming service. Hmm. Daredevil was the only one who got a complete arc, as far as I know. Okay. Rock on, rock on. Uh, do you want to know a little trivia about Luke Cage? Sure, hit me. So Nicolas Cage's real name is not Nicolas Cage. Yeah. It's yeah. Nicolas Coppola. Right. Because he's the nef- nephew or, or something related to Francis Ford Coppola. And His Nic- family tree is so interesting. <laughs> yeah, but he wanted to become an actor and get into Hollywood all on his own. Mm. But he's a huge comic book nerd. I mean, this guy owns the first appearance of Luke Cage and the first appearance of Superman. He has them locked in a vault in his house. So, you know, I'm going to break into his house and steal the deck. Uh, I mean, Superman number one. <laughs> and <laughs> nice. Anyway, so when he was getting discovered and people figured out that he really is Nicholas Coppola, they asked him, why'd you change your name? And he said, oh, because I loved Luke Cage mm. and I identify with that character. Nice. And this is Nicholas fucking Cage, one of the whitest people in the world. But but he identified with the character. Not That's only that, thing. you could say his whole career is a goddamn cosplay. Oh my god! Because he's Nicholas, uh, he's Luke Cage, almost there, you know. But uh, uh, can I just? I'm so sorry, I'm gonna interject. You know that I actually was coming up with stage names for for voice acting gigs and stuff like that because I find my name really common. Um, so I was gonna go with Chris Kennedy. Chris oh, I fucking hate you. <laughs> and I was like, shit, you know what? That actually sounds kind of kind of catchy. Chris Kennedy, no? But Chris I mean, Scott Kennedy. Chris Scott Kennedy. Oh, my God. See, it's Why right. Why are you doing all. Chris, though? You don't like Chris Redfield Because Leon Redfield sounds like anus. Yeah, it does sound bad. Yeah, so Chris Kennedy. <laughs> but yeah, and Nicolas Cage said about superheroes that they're uh, modern mythology. Mm-hmm. They're what people used to believe in with Zeus and Odin. But our our superheroes are our mythology now. We tell stories of Superman and stuff. Yeah. He also named his son Superman. He named his son Kal-El. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I wanted to highlight on, well, I mean, they're technically characters. The personas from WWE and NXT. Mm-hmm. We have the New Day. It's a new day. Yes, yes it, it is. is. Um, with Big E, Xavier Woods, and Kofi Kingston, which he should definitely get that title back. We have Naomi, Mark Henry, and now Bianca Belair. Oh, my God. I love Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to watch Banks. wrestling again. Oh I feel like there's so many new names. There, There is. There's just a plethora of new names. That's awesome. But the cool thing about the New Day is that they started as bad guys. Then they people started really enjoying them. Then they started becoming good guys. Then they're just huge fucking nerds. <laughs> so Xavier Woods. <gasps> I've heard about him, actually. He's a yeah. prolific YouTuber. Yeah. yeah he's a up, gaming up, down, YouTuber. Down. Yep. Yeah. That's his YouTube channel. Up, up, down, down. Uh-huh. And he has like 
video game tournaments with other wrestlers and they get into it. They have a, you said they have a title. Yeah. Now they have like their own little match that gets referenced in like one of the pay-per-views. And now they hmm. have like their own like title. But they came in as the Saiyans. Oh from my Saiyan God. Saga during WrestleMania. That's awesome. Yeah. Like they would do stuff like that. Um, I met Xavier Woods briefly at a convention. Mm-hmm. He was cosplaying with a female wrestlers. Awesome. And and it was just great. Like also he's huge. Xavier's huge. So is Kofi in the FGC. They play uh Street Fighter, they play Tekken, mm-hmm. and they're always talking to people who win tournaments. They're always interviewing them. Mm-hmm. Like they put regular gamers on their channel on Xavier's channel, not just wrestlers. Mm. So you have just a wide variety. Like Xavier is probably one of the best people in the world right now that nobody really knows. If I actually, I was thinking about something um, really quick and I promise I won't go on too long, but um, I wanted to give a highlight because I see this show every single morning when I come into work on Saturdays. Um, I'm not going to say where guys, who, <laughs> well, it was our studio. Never mind. Anyway, um, I want to give a quick shout out to the Cleveland show. Because in that show, like, there's the ongoing joke that it is a spinoff of Family Guy and the black version of Family Guy. That's that's an inside joke in the show. But as I was watching the show, I noticed very different writing habits between a Family Guy episode and a Cleveland show episode. Whereas Family Guy does, Peter does something stupid... Then we have a resolution of how he's stupid, but there's random cuts, like just cutting to something completely random, and they do it all the time. And they always kind of uh, double up on the randomness or whatever. And it, yeah, Peter's stupid, but it's never anything that's really related to the character. It's uh, Stewie fell into a factory or something random or dumb. Or, or maybe it's him finding his ray gun in a factory, so if you bring it to him. But regardless, it's not related to the character. I look at the Cleveland show, and I see it every morning, and besides... The automatic bonus of fucking having David Lynch as the bartender, as David Lynch, he plays himself. That's beautiful. Fantastic. But that aside, when they write Cleveland as opposed to the same format with Family Guy, it pertains to Cleveland's personality and what he does. What he usually does is he tries to do money-making schemes. And it's a character trait. He he always coming up with a plan, a way to, to get money for the guys. You know, it's a great way to get cash doing this. And it follows a formula of actually things he would do based on his personality. And he's actually way more flippant than he is ever, ever uh, has been in the Family Guy series or whatever. So he has way more of a personality that's fun and kind of like a soft kind of guy who tries to be tough. But he's always trying to make money for people. So it, it's really cool. And whenever they do cutaway gags, it isn't completely random. They're usually inside of the scene somewhere. They pan off to someone doing something that's related to something around them. I'm just saying, for something that people like to write off as, like, the black version of Family Guy, it does plenty on its fucking own. And needs to be fucking seen, I actually think, as written better than Family Guy. Peter has his phone ringtone as the Cleveland show theme. Really? Yes. I never even knew that. Yeah, it had rang one day that they were at the clam and Cleveland was there. He was just like, oh, you have this ringtone? Thank you. <laughs> it was super cute. <laughs> they, they reference each other a lot. Um, they have guest appearances and whatnot. One time they had Brian walk on and it was just a completely different voice. Sorry, I get that a lot. 
a completely different person. It was just like, there's so many good jokes in the Cleveland show. And I don't know. I feel like it needs it needs recognition in this highlight. So, you know. Um, also, the baby just doesn't have the same joke over and over again. Rallo has way more going on than Stewie. Because Stewie just became something completely different after a while. I'm not murdering my mom anymore. Now I'm just super gay. I don't know. Why not? <laughs> Either way, um, we want to thank you guys so much for listening to the Fan Freaks podcast. Uh, we want to give a quick shout out to our listeners uh, for joining us today. And we hope you have a very, very merry, happy Black History Month uh, or enjoying the rest of it for the past, well, for the, the week that we got. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what? I'm very it's a, merry fucking. It's life. a celebration like any of my other episodes. Why would I not say that? It's so weird to me. Anyway, let us know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> what a bait. Fucking get him on Twitter at Bone King TV. Yeah, or yell at him at Adrian M O D D. M D O D. You always M-D-O-D. forget another D. <sighs> Follow my R page on Instagram, hybrid underscore tile. Yes, hybrid tile. You could also hybrid follow her tile. on Twitch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Same name on Twitch. <laughs> yeah. Hit what's us all the, up on what's Twitch. What's the name again? One more time. Hybrid tile. Hybrid underscore tile. Are you going to commission her for something? Sure. I mean, I got to think of something good, though. I, yeah, I don't wanna... do what I did. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got to you gotta pick up something original. Ow! You mean fuck. All right, well, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.